Hi everyone, welcome to Type Talks. Today we have Ricardo with us and he's a subscriber of Type Talks. And so he's here to give the ESFJ perspective of how it's like to date an ESFJ from an ESFJ. How would you posit it's like to date an ESFJ? Well, the first thing is what it's getting an ESFJ. And it's really hard to talk about myself. It's a typical thing for a lot of ESFJs, but we're very family oriented. So when we start to like you, we start to ask questions like, how's your mom? What does your dad like to do? What does your sister do? Kind of like personal questions. So just kind of get the FI going, I mean, the FE and ask how you're doing, how's your family doing? That's the first thing. Once we kind of like get deeper, then we ask, we, you will realize that we have lots of friends and acquaintances. And I noticed with a lot of my ex-relationships, they're like, you have so many friends, you're into so many groups, why do you do this? And I'm like, I don't know, I just get along with people, they invite me to events, and your family wants to see me, your mom wants to see me. And so it's one of those patterns where um, I get along with most people because of my FE, it's a very strong um, first savior function. And we have a very caregiving attitude. So once we get to know you more, we're like, are you hungry? Do you want to eat something? Do you want to uh, go out? Are you feeling comfortable? I'm always never putting myself first because I want to make sure you're comfortable because if you're not comfortable, then I'm I'm unhappy. And I'm like, what can I do? And sometimes my TI just thinks, I'm like, I'm not good enough. I'm not doing well enough. I suck. I, she probably doesn't like me, et cetera, et cetera, when it comes to those things. Um, what else can I say? Oh, we're very devoted. Like, we're not going to be we really, we take our time before getting to know you. We're not going to be like, oh, okay, she, this person, not the person, next person. I really invest in my time. So we're very traditional with an SI. If we, if we like things about you, we'll tell you our traditions, things that we like to do. And then when we notice we have similarities, then I really stay faithful. Like I don't look around and try to see, oh, who's better than my partner at the moment or the person I'm dating. Very traditional and loyal in that sense. I notice that pattern. I don't look around. And we're very sensory. So if you're going to have a date with me, you're going to have to like eat chocolate, watch a movie with me <laughs> by the fireplace. Um, if you like, you know, like just comfort, comfort, comfort. Just make sure you're okay. Absolutely. Very well put, Ricardo. And so there is an energy you bring to a room too. You're very warm because you really put other people's needs first. People can really feel that. And your positive energy is really infectious. And so I think that the kind of care you give to others, people really feel it. And so I find that ESFJs, not all ESFJs, right? But some of them, they hold the mothering archetype because they're really able to give love and nurturance and make you feel supported, encouraged. And they remember the little details about you. And a lot of them tend to be quite animated too with extroverted feeling first, that as you see, Ricardo's like, yeah, and he's like always smiling and always like facially expressive. It's a very fun presence to be around. <laughs> now that you're talking about other things, I'm getting, I'm gathering more ideas. Um, when it comes to our TI, the worst thing with our TI is we overthink things. We always think, am I being used? Because um, so, there's a point where we do so much and then we think, wait a minute, am I doing too much that this person is abusing my my privileges, my kindness. That's when I feel like I got to think things through with my TI, hold on a second, reflect, because I'm sleep last. And so I don't really think about those things right away. I'm, I'm at the end of that, I'm like, oh my gosh, I should have been more, I just realized she took advantage of me. I should have been a lot more, I guess, disciplined or not so impulsive with those things. And 
we do get jealous when, for example, we have FOMO, like fear of missing out. And so when I noticed that, hey, you know, you had a gathering, you didn't invite me. I mean, I thought you'd like me to come with you, but, and I always pretend, I always like, oh, that's great. I, I'm fine, but I'm really not fine. So I feel like, and I wish I could fix that about myself, but deep down, like, it's just like, oh, did I, am I not good enough? So, but I'm getting much better at it as I get older because I'm using my TI as, as Dave Superpower says, tap into your TI and put into your FE so that you can balance it. And yeah, just being not appreciated, not valued, just those negative thoughts. I need to remove that tidal wave and just think everything's okay. You know, my, with my FE and SI, I can see that she's happy and that I'm doing enough. Even if the person doesn't say much, I have to accept that I'm a lot more, as you see, animated than the other person. And then whatever I'm receiving might not be the same as the person is um, giving with the signals or channels. So that's very well put, Ricardo. And I find that with ESFJs, some of them that are Enneagram 2 may give so much that because they meet you 98% of the way, they're like, well, you didn't invite me to that party. Well, you couldn't even meet me 2% of the way in trying to make in trying to include me and in trying to make me feel welcome or a part of the group or a part of this family or, or a part of this relational dynamic. It's like, you're leaving me out. And I always make the effort to not leave you out. So... Yeah, you feel it even more. That's exactly right. Uh, for Enneagram, I am type, I am two, type two, wing three. So you're exactly right. Uh, I think sexual, social. Um, so yeah, it's just that two, three Enneagram thing really does play into it. Because I want, I like to be the host. I like to entertain with the type three. But then if I notice that I'm not caring enough, or I feel like everyone around, like, especially parties, if I bring my date to a party, I want to make sure that she's also taking care of like I'm always asking do you want a drink do you want something then I look around and say oh look everyone's dancing do you want to dance it's it's such a common pattern of mine and yeah I, I just never think about myself and one girlfriend said just stop asking me how I feel and just just do your own thing and I was like what do you mean and I kind of didn't feel hurt but I was just like oh okay maybe I'm overdoing it so I remember you had someone on, I think it was Jonathan, very similar. We were exactly the same, the way he talked and spoke. We had the same type of personality. And I got typed the same as Dr. Mike, uh, this famous YouTuber, Dr. Mike. We have the same um, FESI personality. So, yeah. You can just kind of tell when someone is an FE dominant because you feel like with ESFJs, they can be really good hosts. And so they can really make you feel at home there and they make sure that your needs are attended to. So Ricardo, do you have any other comments that people who have dated you have told you about yourself? Some feedback you've gotten? The first thing that they always say is that I'm very sensitive. They're like, oh, you're so sensitive. You always, uh, <laughs> you're just emotional about the smallest things. Sometimes I feel like I'm an FI sometimes too. But that's the first thing they notice. I'm not the typical bravo, macho kind of guy. I'm very like, hey, everything okay? Even the way I sound, people might think of it as effeminate or or just very soft but a lot of I work I, I work as a teacher so a lot of my kids enjoy my voice and I think that's what attracts a lot of the women because they're like you seem very nice I'm not afraid of you and but I end up getting those people that are either the opposite of me they're very aggressive or they're like well you're very nice so I'm going to take advantage or you do this and drive me here take me there and I've had bad experiences so they've told me things like you just need to you just need to you know um what's the word, not grow, grow a backbone, or you need to just be like, 
why can't you just be more assertive sometimes? And I'm like, I am. I'm trying to be assertive, but in a very kind way because I'm always trying not to hurt people's feelings. Uh, so I got I got sensitive is one of them. I uh, being a pushover or just not being able to decide for myself because I I don't know like I can see what's going on, but I can't see what others are thinking or what she's thinking. So I'm good at being able to process. Okay, this should go next. This should go next. We should do this. But sometimes I forget my needs and then the person I'm dating. So so it's a lot of like being sensitive or you just need to you know, grow backbone or just have time for yourself. Like you're you're spending so much time taking care of my needs that what about you? Then I'm like, oh, don't talk about me. It's okay, I'm fine. I'm always saying I'm fine, I'm fine. And then finally when my TI comes out, I'm like, you know what? I've been doing so much for you. You're not treating me the same way. I like to be validated. And I like to be reciprocated with the same. Like for example, my INTP friends, I have one friend, we had, we had a falling out because he just wouldn't validate my feelings. He's like, everything's fine. Let's talk about your feelings. What makes sense? I'm like, I don't want to talk about feelings. Just say you're going to be okay. Or with my girlfriends, it's like, just tell me that I'm going to be fine and we're good. I know it sounds very shallow, but it makes me feel better. And just knowing that um, I'm reciprocating this, they're reciprocating the same things that I like. So those are the main criticisms that I get, which I'm working on. I'm trying to be more assertive and trying to be more, um, taking care of my needs and not worrying so much about what other people think. Absolutely, yeah. So it seems like you're very others focused and it's a learned thing to be more self-focused to make sure that you put your oxygen mask on before you put other people's mask on. That's something that's important. I will say that ESFJs that are not Enneagram 2 may be less, less as helpful and as giving and as heartful as a heart type in the Enneagram. And so the next question I have for you, Ricardo, is what kind of questions do you like to be asked on a date? Or what kind of things do you like to talk about with people? For me, when it comes to my dates, um, everything. I like to be, if you ask me my favorite color, my favorite food, I like to talk about, I know people don't like small talk, but I find I do a lot of small talking with other people. And for me, it's very comfortable. I'll be in a room with people and they'll be like, hey, how's I'll approach a stranger or a person that's that may need someone to talk to them. And I'm like, how are you doing? Are you okay? And so when it comes to the dates, I like to ask questions about what's your favorite things? Like the like, likes, likes. Like, do you like this? I like this. Do you like that? Oh my God, me too. And then once we go on more dates, it gets really personal. I ask about... So how's your family? And I get very psychological too. I want to know what makes a person feel bad or tick so that I'm aware that I won't say something that may affect them. Like, for example, if let's say they've lost a parent, I'm not going to say something like, well, you know, you've lost a parent so, or something like that. You know what I mean? I want to be insensitive about the topics that they've really opened up to. So personal questions I love to talk about and very sensory things like, oh, um, I love the taste of, chocolate bars that are like this, or I like this kind of wine. Um, I love when I travel to this country, I experience this and the people. So I, I just really talk about everything and anything, very small talkish. But once you get to know an ES ESFJ, we really go into depth because we care so much and we wanna keep that continuum of like liking each other so it doesn't kind of go away. Because the minute I feel like, uh-oh, I'm getting boring, she's not liking me anymore, that, that's, that's when I start to panic. With TI last, what it can cause is an insecurity with what you're doing. So you might be hard on yourself a lot. So ESFJs might be really hard on themselves. They're like, oh, did I mess up? Is there more that I could have done? 
or did I say something stupid? And so their inclination is to blame themselves and want to work harder for the relationship or for the situation. And so cutting others slack can also happen there too, because you put most of the, the workload on yourself. And so, all right, thank you so much for coming out. Ricardo, you offered a lot of insight into your personality. It's sweet how giving you are and how loving you are of other people and how you extend such a hand to the people that you date and you make sure that their needs are met, that they feel included and that you lift spirits naturally just by how animated you are and how much you smile and just the vibe that you bring to situations. And so thanks everyone for watching and I'll see you all in the next video. So take care.